Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have the Week 16 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. So if you're still listening to this this week, it must mean you're in the championship game. So congratulations. I mean... Pretty impressive to get there, Jeff. How many championships games do you have to play this week? Oh, I got a grand total of uh, shut the hell up because yeah. I got I got zero this time around. It is kind of disappointing, and I did win two championships though. We got two championships, Jeff. Listener leagues pulled off two of them. There we go. Two of the five, so we got that. I got a toilet bowl championship this week. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's a big one though. It is. So this will be the waivers. This is gonna be kind of abbreviated because there's just not as many. We're not. You don't have any. You know, speculation types this week. It's only players you can possibly play this week. You can't be speculating anymore. Just guys that you could possibly use. So, you know, I'm going to start this off with a question, actually. Steal a question from our mailbag. Might as well. This is kind of, uh, you know, could be waiver wire. You know, he's looking at some of these players are on the wire waiver wire. So, this some of them are. Some of them are. Here we go. It's Luke Shores. He's asking us. He needs a flex player for this week for standard scoring leagues. He's going to be... Okay, first off, I don't agree with this necessarily. He's going to bench Carlos Hyde this week because he's... Carlos Hyde didn't do very well last week. I don't think you should bench Carlos Hyde. I'm just going to throw that out there. But here are the players he could play. Theo Riddick, Dede Westbrook, Martavis Bryant, Randall Cobb, Chris Ivory, Jonathan Stewart, Mohamed Sanu, Paul Richardson. Any of those? Oh, my gosh. Uh, first off, I'm man. playing Carlos Hyde. I was going to tell you, Luke, I'm playing Carlos Hyde over those options. I'm just doing it. Well, I, I get where he's coming from, though, it, right? I They're playing it. Jacksonville, right? I'm still, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing yeah, it. Yeah, I feel, I feel more comfortable maybe. about Hyde being able to sneak in maybe a touchdown or something. Garoppolo is playing pretty well. Hyde can catch a few balls. Hyde is definitely at. Uh, I, let me narrow it down first, I guess. No, so it's 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 standard. I, so you're probably not looking at Theoretic. I just with Abdul yeah, in the back. And, yeah, I think that's that's Green's too much of a some risk run there. Um, so I, I, and tell you the truth, I, I don't really know what's going down in Jacksonville. Yeah. Who's starting? But yeah. I probably wouldn't go DD. Just get, yeah, there's too many options right there. I know to me, my gosh, there was a lot of guys. Chris, you named Chris Ivory probably not because Fournette should be back. You know, if Fournette's not back, Ivory's a good option. But right. I think Fournette's gonna be back. So I'm gonna kind of throw that one out there. So it comes down to this point. There's Martavis Bryant. There's Randall Cobb. There's Jonathan Stewart. Muhammad Sanu. Paul Richardson. I'm throwing out Paul Richardson out of those. Yeah, he's two. not in it. And tell you the truth, I, I mean, Sanu actually he he's been a little up and down. He has possibility, but I probably wouldn't throw him in there either. Yep. Um, my gosh, who was uh, Jonathan Stewart? Jonathan Stewart is an option. Um, but you don't trust it, do you? I mean, I don't really trust any of these yep. guys. But I mean, Stewart just had that big game. Their offense has been yep. really clicking. So it comes down to Cobb and Bryant. Yeah, I was and that's saying, the I, reason for the question because yeah. those are basically the two options, my top two waiver wire options. So this is my thing. I Even with Cobb, Cobb would probably near the top, except I'm not convinced that Aaron Rodgers is going to be trotted out there. There's a lot of speculation he's not going to play. Yeah. And if he doesn't play, I'm definitely not throwing him back out there. Yep. So otherwise, uh, yes, I would I would like Cobb a lot. Martavis Bryant playing against the Texans, who just – didn't they just play Jacksonville this past week? All those no-name receivers just blew up against the Texans. Yeah, I mean, why it, can't Martavis Bryant do it? Yeah, I mean, is Antonio Brown 
is he not going to play next game? Do we know no, for sure? Yeah, he's, he won't be in. Okay, him not being, I would, I would definitely go Martavis Bryant yep. then. Um, mostly because all the other ones yep. aren't yeah, viable options. So, I mean, th- that's the question then. Uh, I mean, is there anyone else you would throw in the possibility? What we know now, it, it's got to be Martavis Bryant, or you actually stick with Hyde, correct? I'd probably stick with maybe maybe go Brian. I guess maybe if he's the number two there, it's San Francisco and Shushu probably isn't a good enough team to sustain a hide against Jack or you know against Jacksonville. Maybe not. Maybe you go Martavis, and that's why I wanted to bring this up because Martavis is the number one guy on my waiver wire list for the week. So with no Antonio Brown out there, there's I mean Juju's going to get a lot more run, but he's already owned in about seventy six percent of the league, so he's not out there. If if he was out there for some reason, I'd pick him up and play him. But more than likely, he's not. So Martavis, it's not like he's been great lately, but over the last four games, he has four catches, four catches, six catches, four catches. The yardage hasn't been big, but he's got two touchdowns in that span. So he's definitely be, he has a role there, and I could see it expanding this week without Antonio Brown. So I might feel comfortable, that, especially with the matchup they have. So I think I'm going to go Martavis Bryant, and I think that's why he's, if you're in a needy spot for wide receiver this week, I think he, I think he could play as an option. I think he's... I, don't think he's going to hurt you. I feel like he's going to get a minimum of six points in standard. A minimum. I think he's going to get at least 60 yards. So I'm going Martavis. I think it's a decent pickup for the week. What about, though, what about Randall Cobb? He does, he's over our, our limit by just a little bit. So he's going to depend on if Aaron Rodgers plays. If Aaron Rodgers plays, Randall Cobb, is he in your starting lineup? Uh, I think I think he's pretty dead even with Martavis Bryant. Yep. Even even as a you know possible number three there, it, he has done pretty well. We don't know if Devonte Adams is going to pass concussion protocol. Uh, Jordy hasn't been able to get anything done. It, it seems like Cobb would be the go-to guy. So I, I like him a lot, and I like Aaron Rodgers obviously um, a ton. And what Cobb caught a touchdown from yeah. Co- or from Aaron Rodgers last nice week. Move too, a couple nice moves on that touchdown run. Yeah, so that, I mean, I like him a little more. Oh, man, I mean, that's a tough one. I, I think I'd probably, if I'm being honest, I guess I would, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play. But if he did, I think I might still lay, or lean Martavis Bryant only because he's going to be the number two for sure. Well, and I can't Adam, say that for Cobb. Adam really. should be out. He's, he's going to be I out. Th- okay. Especially with, I mean, I haven't heard for sure, but after yeah. that hit, after he had the one earlier in the season two against the Bears, I believe it was, there's no way. Right. And they're a long shot. I think they might just pack it in, to be honest. I, I think they might just... The chances of them making the playoffs are so slim yeah. now. It's, I think it's, at this point, you're well, just kind of like, we're going to take out everyone. We're going to save them for next year. Yeah, I think we're, well, we're recording this during the Monday night game, and I believe I heard if the Falcons win tonight, they're out anyway. So I think that might be what's going on. So Gotcha. If that were to happen. So, yeah, then in that case, I mean, that game doesn't matter, and I would definitely go Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where I'd go, too. I like I like Martavis this week. All right, what about the Jacksonville receivers? They're on our, our list here for waiver wire. D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole, probably not Jaden Mickens because, I don't know, that's way out there. But this is more if there's still – if there's no Marquise Lee, no Alan Hearns, these are the top two options. It's going to be D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole – it's probably been putting up better numbers than D.D. Westbrook. People look at D.D. Westbrook as the better receiver, but it's not happening. He was the higher pick and everything, but Keelan Cole's been putting up good numbers, and they get to go against San Francisco. If you're in a deep enough league or if you are somebody that lost Antonio Brown and you don't have another option, are you playing one of these two? And if you have to choose, are you, who are you picking? Which one? <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, yeah, do I take the hot hand or do I take the guy that's supposed to have more upside? Um, I think this week, and if, if I have to play one, I would really – man, everyone – I love how all these teams are so jumbled. Right. Uh, you don't even know like where they're really playing. I, I guess I would I would probably go DD. I, I I know Keelan has been the hot hand, but I would go Westbrook. What about you? Safer. It feels safer. I know it does. I mean, it does make me feel good about either one because no. I really don't know. No, I feel like he's going to be he's more of the number one type there and going to get more catches. Maybe not the biggest plays as Keelan Cole will, but yeah. And but is Keelan Cole is he going to be moved up because of all the injuries? So is he going to be playing against a better corner and? That's true. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I'm worried about. I, I you know, he what, technically he was the fourth wide receiver. Like he was just getting, you know, come in there and he a decoy and he would get open. You know, I, I've seen DD run very good routes and get open even with very good defenders on him. So I would probably go DD. Yeah, I think I would too. I'm gonna go DD with that. Here, here's a question. I almost just because I've been looking around, I have to go back to that original question. Jonathan Stewart. I realized like last week he. You know, he didn't get in the end zone. He didn't do much. He got 11 carries, but he didn't get much more action the weeks before, and he has found pay dirt a lot lately. It's true. Is he still, would you put him in that same realm as Martavis Bryant, Hyde? See, I'm still playing Hyde. I really am in that situation. So out of all, of, all three of those. I think I would. I, it's, I know it's, ah, man, the matchup is, you just really got to think about that matchup, don't you? It's just, that's tough. It's brutal. It really is. Jacksonville is very, very legit. Yeah, and maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. What do you expect out of Jonathan Stewart? Because I, I feel like I, see, I, I don't know I'm what never. To if he doesn't yeah. get a touchdown, he's not going to do anything. Exactly, and like. and at that point, are you are you just banking on the fact that that you could get the touchdown? Like, I get, yeah, I, you know, I, he probably has a better Jonathan Stewart. The way he's been playing the last four weeks or whatever, he probably has a higher probability of getting a touchdown. Obviously, because you're going to give it to him if you get anywhere near the you know five yard line. You know, I don't know. That's an interesting one after looking at his numbers because I never think that highly of him. And, you know, for the most part, he really hasn't done a whole lot this year. But the last four games, all of a sudden he found the end zone five times. Obviously, last week, 11 carries for 27 yards. Didn't do a whole lot against Green Bay, but he's going against Tampa Bay. Um, You know, it looks like he's getting at least 11 carries a game. Not doing a whole lot with it, but he is getting in the end zone. (laughs) I think I just go Martavis. I might just go Martavis Bryant now. Over yeah, I think I would. I think I would go Bryant. I, I just had to revisit that because it was bothering me. But <laughs> all right, well, what about running backs here? There's not. There's nothing great here. So if you're, if you're hurting, I mean, you could be. This is very well. You might have to start somebody. I mean, is there any consideration at all for Aaron Jones? Looking pretty decent. Only three carries, got 47 yards out of it. Jamal Williams didn't look as good, but. Is there any scenario where you can even trust something like that in this week? No, because uh, for two reasons. One, well, three. One, I have no idea if Aaron Rodgers is going to be in there. It changes the game plan, changes the way the defense is going to play you. So as soon as he's not in there, they can load up the box a little more. We don't know how much Williams is going to get, how much Jones will get. And thirdly, they're playing Minnesota, which is a good defense. Is yep. uh, The whole situation is just stacked against Aaron Jones. I like the guy, but I, I think that would be – an incredibly, uh, I don't know, full-hearted move. This shows how weak the running back is this week if you need one of these guys. Okay, this is basically the next option. It's Kerwin Williams, if he's healthy, if he plays, or if he's not healthy and doesn't play, Elijah Penny, the backup, who had 10 carries for 45 yards this past week. 
Kerwin Williams now, the last, this is, it's a volume play. The last three weeks, he's gone 16 carries, 20 carries, 17 carries. If he plays going against the Giants, I think, you know what? He could be, a, he could be your flex option if, you, if you're that desperate. But if he doesn't play, would you throw somebody like Elijah Penny in there, especially in a little deeper 12 team, 14 team league? If you're, I mean, would you do it? Elijah Penny in, in a championship game. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I would never feel good about it, But yeah, if he's getting that kind of, that many touches, he's a better play than a lot of guys out there. I mean, yeah. as you saw, there's no one here. If you're going, especially when we look at it, you know, if it's owned above 50%, we really don't talk about them. We just assume you can't get them. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're in the championship game and you have to play him, it's a, it's a dangerous move. But at the same time, if you had anyone better, I know you wouldn't even be listening to this conversation. So, yeah, I mean, I think he is definitely one of the top contenders for a pickup in the running back category. I mean, the next one I'm going to talk about, we talked about him last week. He's not any good, really, but he could get more work, is Wayne Gallman. He had eight carries for 39 yards. Again, he looked better than Darkwood. Darkwood had more fantasy points, but he, or maybe not. He might not even, but he had, he had the touchdown. But he only had nine carries for seven yards. And Gallman at eight for 39. I it's not pretty, but so if you're in a situation, would you go Gallman? This is such a terrible question. <laughs> would you go either Kerwin Williams or Elijah Penny, or would you go Wayne oh, Gallman? This is terrible. But hey, I'm telling you, I remember I won a championship with Tim Hightower and Cameron Artis Payne one year. So this happens. <laughs> Kerwin, I think I feel more comfortable with the Arizona side. Yeah, I mean, I, I only take Kerwin Williams because it seems like he gets the the bulk of the carries. Like the other guys, I don't really think they're going to get over 10 touches necessarily. Yep. And, you know, you already, you already saw that Williams is going to get it, whether or not he does anything with it, who knows. But if you want to throw one more name, <laughs> one more name in that dumpster heap, but uh, Buck Allen. Buck Allen, yeah, I was going to talk he's about that. He's not anything crazy to look at, um, but he has put up a couple decent weeks at least. I don't feel good about it, but at the same time he's going against Indianapolis, and last week he got 13 carries for 70 yards. Uh, building on the performance before that where he got in the end zone twice. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do, but um, he, he would definitely be in the discussion of those five guys. But, yeah. yeah, I like Kerwin Williams the best. I mean, and I guess Mike Davis is still an option for Seattle. He didn't do very well this week, but no one from Seattle did. And they have a little, they have a better matchup this week. So yeah, he only got six carries. That that was what confused me the most. They were just down so much, and yeah, just, just nothing, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Rams did beat the crap out of that team. What the, one thing you could do here is actually is get Peyton Barber, who, as we are talking, he's playing in the Monday night game. But Doug Martin was inactive tonight, so true. The, Peyton Barber is, I mean, looks like he's the starter there now. He get but it's Carolina at Carolina is not an easy matchup next week. And as we're talking, he's six for 16, not looking great early, but <laughs> you know, it's a tough match. This is the situation you're in. If these are the players you're going after though, this is, it's going to be rough, but he's another option. So basically here's the idea. I've said this before, take all these names, throw them in a hat and pick one and call it good. And that, if, if you're in this, this desperate of a spot, but if you're looking at a flex spot, this is for a flex spot, pick any wide receiver. I basically would say I'd rather have any of these wide receivers that we're talking about if they're out there rather than pretty much any of these running backs. For the most part, I I agree. You're looking for one big one big pass yep. play instead of hoping to God they give him ten carries and he gets in the in inside the three yard line. All right, tight ends. I'm not really talk about anybody, but Eric Gibron. He's actually looking better. He's I think leading the the tight ends and catches here now over the last few weeks, which is pretty impressive. It's not great, but it's mainly bolstered by a ten catch game. 
but he's getting he's getting a little bit better. You got to touch on this past week. If you're desperate and you need a tight end, Ebron could be an option. But how about quarterbacks? Talk about quarterback streaming options for the week. Here are some of the players. I got well. I'll go two of them. Two of them are good <laughs> options. Two of them are really good. Options. I already I already know which Nick two Foles you're going to say. Nick and Blake Bortles. Yeah. Okay. Right. Those are great options. I feel like. Yeah. I think and those are the only two options. Nick Foles, I think, to me is the he'd be my first option. And going against Oakland, and then Bortles against San Francisco, they're both very good. I'm actually I'm comfortable with either of them. And what the heck happened, Blake Bortles? I, I keep saying you're a terrible quarterback. Everyone says you're a terrible quarterback. In these last three games, Blake Bortles has been great. <laughs> yeah, he really has. So I'm comfortable with either one of those, but I think I'd go Foles first. But I I mean I can see an argument for the Bortles side too. So I'm okay with either of them. I like. Yeah, I probably better. lean Foles just because he has a better. You know, they're kind of built around that passing offense. Yep. And I know people are going to bring his name up, but Garoppolo, he has been very, very good. But at the same time, he's still in San Francisco, and they're about to hit Jacksonville. Yeah, just not an option. Yeah, just so stay away from him. It, um, and, and don't get caught up into any of the hype with, like, Eli doing well last yeah. week. That's well, who gives a, you know what I mean? The other one, Joe Flacco, honestly, maybe. He's had three straight 20-plus point games, and he gets into Indianapolis this week. So, if... I'd go obviously Foles and Bortles first, but if Flacco is there and this that's what you're if you don't have these other options, I'd probably go Flacco and be okay with it because I mean yeah three straight games of twenty points, another good matchup, you know it, it I, is. I, don't I feel never with it, I was gonna say I never trust Flacco though. You I look what he did before that, and I don't he didn't hit twenty until then. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I'd be I'd, I'm playing him over Eli, playing him over Cutler, you know those types. Um, I guess maybe Tyrod Taylor. Would you go Tyrod Taylor or Joe Flacco? Tyrod gets New, New England. Say, who is New he England, playing? At New England. At New England? He looks pretty good this past week, but that's against Miami. So he's a big up-and-down guy. I think I'd go Flacco over Tyrod. I, I think I do. But I can see the other options because he gets <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Throw him in a hat. <laughs> yeah. I'd- Hope Foles or Bortles is there. Yeah, exactly. I would assume one of the two would be there. But, yeah, I guess I would lean towards Flacco. I think that one really is a, a jump up. At least Tyrod could get you a little uh, rushing yards or whatever. Yep. I guess I would just go the fact that Flacco did it three times in a row. I would trust that a little more than Tyrod, who who kind of is the same player. He can dip a lot. So, All right, some defenses. Finish it off with some defenses here. Redskins could be an okay option going against Denver, who hasn't been very good. Who knows who they're – is it going to be Osweiler again, who actually looked better this past week, so maybe, maybe not. But Washington did all right against Arizona, so that could be a, a play. I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't at all. It's I don't because they haven't been that good. But the other one to be is going to be the Bears, though. The Bears going against Cleveland. The Bears have actually had three games in a row, which they've been a pretty decent defense scoring-wise. So – Bears might be the best option this week. They're not a good defense, but they're playing against Cleveland, and they're good enough to make that you know a tough game for Cleveland. They might lose the game. That could still happen, but I still think they're okay. No, surprisingly enough, I mean, I'm kind of shocked that the Bears have done so well, even yeah. though their you know their team has struggled so mightily. They went negative one time against Green Bay early in the season when they had Aaron Rodgers. And other than that, I mean, really, they haven't had that many poor performances, usually against Green Bay, honestly. Yep. Green Bay and, and Philly. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I like them a lot. I, I think that one is a a good 
a good pick. What do you what do you think about um what do you think about the Chiefs? That was my next one. They're on okay. they're, they're, I have I have their stats pulled up right now. In the last two games they've looked pretty decent. And that's actually against two offenses that should have been good. Yeah. So that's And now they're going against Miami. I feel I feel good about it. I would actually I don't know you know I probably I might roll them out there over the Bears just cuz I have a hard time trusting the Bears, but they're pretty close to me. I I I I'd play them. I think they're they're a decent option this week. They really are. I don't know how I rank them though between them and the I think I still feel more comfortable going against the Browns. <laughs> you know, in any option. Yeah, that's probably true. I probably go Bears slightly over them uh, because exactly what you said, Cleveland and and the Bears have been more consistent on defense. I mean, you look at at um you know, the Chiefs, yep. and even though the last two games they've killed people, the game before that they were negative seven. They went negative three times during the year. Um, you, they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde as far as how well they do. Um, and we also saw Miami torch New England uh, not so long ago. Not saying they're going to do that, but I would still go Bears. They control it. They they grind it out. I, I think they have a you know a, a lower floor. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, a higher floor. Yeah, yeah. Than than what the Chiefs do, and so yeah. Yeah, I would probably go Bears. I agree. I like that one. And then the Lions, if they're still out there in their league, they're owning sixty percent ESPN, so they're taken in more leagues. But that's forty percent of leagues are still out there, and they get the Bengals, who have been terrible. So Lions are another top. I think. A, I think there's actually some decent options. They're not like the spectacular, amazing, but the Lions should be right up there to me with the Bears, right up there with the Chiefs, if if they're out there in your league. So, yeah, they've done they've done surprisingly well this year too, yep. as far as you know, defense fantasy points goes. But all right, I think that's it for me. I think that's going to do it. Waivers. This is, it's always short, and when you have no play, you're not picking up anybody that you can use in the future. It's just got to use them this week, and hopefully you win your league because this is pretty much it. If you're playing week 17, I mean, there's some leagues that are out there that do that, but I feel like it's very few. So that's going to do it for the waivers. We'll be back. We'll do some. Some version of the rankings this week and also a mailbag. So we will talk to you guys tomorrow.